1: to time it is a Wednesday it's wake up Wyoming and it's getting kind of on the windy side out there just so you know and maybe a little bit of winter weather sort of moving into the area we'll get you up to speed on all of that as the morning goes on it's wake up Wyoming trigger warning
2: warning this show contains reference to guns liberty limited government low taxation the cult of climate change free thinking cigar smoking short people rubber chickens Karen's bureaucracy liberal buzzwords tour runs, traffic toilets terrible jokes and more no apologies will be issued. Guest callers may express any opinion they want without fear of being canceled. Unless you're a loudmouth jerk like Dave, then Glenn will hang up on you. Strap in, hold on to your coffee, and feel free to participate. So is- as I... I
1: report every person named Dave.
2: Just one particular Dave from San Francisco.
1: We know a lot of Daves. They call this show all the time, and they're great people. So don't call this program and complain that we use your name. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Gee, I wrote that New ending, and now and then I just forget that it's even in there. But okay, just had to have the Dave disclaimer in there. All right, now I'm going to say a name that I was hoping I would be done saying, and I'm sorry that I have to bring this up, but I think it is interesting just to watch strategically what's happening out there. I have a story about Liz Cheney. I know. So last night I was watching uh, Fox because they. Did, I wasn't gonna do it at first and I thought, oh, what the heck? And they had a debate. The debate was in Ohio between the Democrat who currently holds the seat and the Republican challenger, right? And the way they did the debate I thought was actually really well. First, they brought on the Democrat and they had a live audience there, Democrats, Republicans, independents. And they let the Democrat talk, they asked him questions and let him talk. and then they brought the Republican challenger on, and he got a half hour, so they each got equal time. And they asked some very good questions. And I thought both candidates presented themselves well, although I did notice the Democrats said a lot of things that just flat out were not true. And the audience, in many cases, called him out on it. But okay. Let's get, I'm so sorry, because again, I wanted to put all this way. Let's get back to what Liz Cheney did. Sorry. Based on that headline from Cowboy State Daily. Now Cheney endorses Ohio Democrat Tim Ryan for U.S. Senate. Yeah, the Democrat that I was watching last night, she went ahead and endorsed him. U.S. Representative Liv Liz Cheney has endorsed another Democrat in a pivotal congressional race. Now, this doesn't help her because I have, you know, just to be factually truthful about it, people keep asking, well, why didn't she just join the Democrat Party? And I've been saying, rightfully so, because she can't. She's about as conservative as they get. She has consistently been one of the most conservative members of the House of Representatives. Take a look at her voting record, what she said, what she's done. She's actually accomplished a lot for the country, for the Republican Party, and for Wyoming. The problem was when she went after Trump the way that she did in a state that so heavily supports him. That's where she really, it's her strategy. If she thinks there's a problem with Trump, fine. But her strategy, getting on a January 6th committee... Now, if you wonder, why is she endorsing Democrats? Because the Democrats are the ones who are saying the last election, presidential election, was legit. So the Republican challenger has doubts about the last election. He really has doubts as to whether the last election was legit. Because he expressed those doubts, Liz Cheney will not endorse him. She'll she'll endorse the Democrat instead. Yeah, because she's trying to keep out, not just Donald Trump, but anybody that would be a Trump supporter. So if any candidate, Republican candidate, expresses doubts about the last election, she will not endorse that person. She'll endorse the Democrat instead. That just does not make her look good. And I also wonder, in her own mind, I would love to be able to ask her, but she doesn't talk to me anymore. Does she honestly think that endorsement is getting her anywhere? Well, I mean, after the shellacking she got in the election here in Wyoming, and that was quite a shellacking that she got. Yes, there are some Republicans out there that support what she's doing, but that's a small number. Of Republicans that supports what she's doing so I'd have to ask her strategically speaking Liz do you really think this is working here you go ahead and endorse some candidate is that really helping that candidate is it helping you I don't think that endorsement is so here's the story Cheney said during an appearance in Cleveland that she would prefer to vote for Ryan, the Democrat, over J.D. Vance, a Republican, who was endorsed by Donald Trump. Yeah, there you go. I would not vote for J.D. Vance, she said, which was met with applause from a Cleveland State University audience when she was on, she was on PBS. Uh, Judy Woodruff, if she was an Ohio resident, she would vote for Tim Ryan. She said, I would. Although Cheney endorsed Democrat Michigan Congresswoman Eliza Stolkin last week, her endorsement of Ryan is likely more significant because Ryan's position in the U.S. Senate. Also, his race with Vance has been one of the most watched in the country. And right now, Vance, the Republican, if you believe polls and I don't, he holds a narrow lead in the polls. Just so you know, that doesn't mean a thing that has nothing to do with what will happen on election day. So, it, this is, not, I was talking to Miss Mary about this, as we, we have a little chat before I get on the air about anything that might be going on. And I told her, news-wise, it's very difficult right now to do what I do. I try to offer you guys fresh material, interesting things every single day. And yet all I see from what are supposed to be news sites all from all over the country local to national the polls say the polls say the polls say i know the election day is six days away so all they're talking about is the polls say the polls say the polls are garbage forget the polls that has nothing to do with what's going to happen story says Ryan is a fifth-term congressman seeking to make a jump to the senate and try to replace a retiring republican rob portman Vance has expressed skepticism, the Republican candidate, that the results of the 2020 election and the influence of technology in the industry of American elections has been good for us. Uh, he, He worries about massive fraud. Cheney has repeatedly said she doesn't support 2020 election deniers. Quote, given the moment we're in, we can't give power to people who say they don't respect the outcome of elections. Well, now I would have to ask Liz a question then. In fact, let's see if I still have the audio on that. So there is a woman, as you know, Carrie Lake, who is running for governor and in her state. And she has been asked about her denying of the the election results. She's very skeptical of what happened in the last presidential election. So some reporters try attacking her on being an election denier. Well, let's talk election deniers. Here's her answer.
3: Let's talk about election deniers. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh, wow, look at this. This is from from, uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that. Is that an election denier? Oh, look at this. Just heard Republican Ryan Costello said it would be difficult for Stacey Abrams to win because she lost her state bid. But yet she's still claiming she never lost. This is Hillary Clinton. Trump is an illegitimate president. Is she an election denier? This one says, was the 2016 election legitimate it now definitely is a question worth asking that's the los angeles times so it's okay for democrats to question elections but it's not okay for republicans it's a crock of bs every one of you knows it we have our freedom of speech and we're not going to relinquish it to a bunch of fake news propagandists if you want a copy of these i'm sure that we're anthony would help you get a copy and help you learn how to be journalists but look it up It's been happening for a long time. Since 2000, people have questioned the legitimacy of our elections. And all we're asking is that in the future, we don't have that have to happen anymore. When I'm governor, excuse me, when I'm governor, we're going to make sure we have honest elections. We want the Democrats, the independents, and the Republicans to all know that their vote counted. We want fair, honest, and transparent elections, and we're going to deliver that for the people. But just remember, guys. This is one page after Hillary Clinton says George W. Bush was selected president, not elected. So let's start. If you're going to start throwing around terms like election denier, let's remember who the other election deniers were. Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats.
1: Debbie is with us in Cheyenne. Morning, Debbie. Are you there? Okay, if Debbie is there, I can't hear her. Hang on a second, Debbie. Let me double-check some things here. Got that. Uh, Debbie, don't go anywhere. Try it again. Are you there, Debbie? Yes. Okay, good. I got you this time. Sometimes it's an old board. I have to punch the buttons in the face. What you got for me this morning?
4: I just wanted to comment with regards to Liz Cheney. Um, Did you hear the Arizona Republicans' response? No, I didn't. Apparently, she thinks. Liz Cheney for her endorsement of the other candidate, because apparently her fundraising went through the roof
5: after Liz
1: Cheney came out against her. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. So this has actually been nothing but good. Every time she endorses the Democrat over the Republican, it does the Republican more good than harm.
4: Apparently. Okay. I think that's absolutely hilarious.
1: Okay, well then I would hope that in the next presidential election, Liz Cheney endorses the Democrats so the Republican can win.
4: Works
1: for me. All right, thanks for calling in, Deborah. I appreciate it. Well, again, this is why I was asking the question. Exactly what Deborah just said. It's backfiring on Liz. It's not working the way she thought it was going to work.
0: Six eighteen, wake up, Wyoming. To save Wyoming from boring morning radio. That man is Glenn Woods. This is Wake Up Wyoming on K2 Radio. 624
1: is the time it's Wake Up Wyoming. Morning, Nate and Casper. Milo there in Fort Danger. Also be in Fort Danger as well. Triple A97 Woods, the phone number 88897 WOODS. So you can do it. Deborah and Cheyenne just did. So, okay. I hate just doing this so early in the morning. Some of you even ha- haven't even had coffee yet. And here I am, you know, you're still trying to wake up. And I say, Liz Cheney. Ah. I just hate to do that for this, you, know. But I do think that Deborah's got a point. In fact, if I were running for office, and I did. I was having lunch recently at a little restaurant. And a gentleman walked over to say hi to me. And usually when people do this, they walk up and ask, are you Glenn Woods? And I point to whoever's sitting next to me, and I say, depends. If you're going to punch me in the mouth, that's Glenn Woods. But if you're going to say just hi and chat with me, I'm Glenn Woods. So he, he didn't punch me in the mouth. He said hi. And he actually asked me, am I ever going to run for office? When am I going to run for office? And my answer to that is, oh, no, 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 no. I have a job that I love. I really love what I do. I do knew. No. So uh, I would have to give up this to do that. I, no, I don't want to do that. Be miserable every single day. All right. So if I were to run, I said all of that to say, if I were to run, I think deborah has got a point. Just go ahead and donate a lot of money to Liz Cheney's cause, whatever it might be. So she would endorse me. Because with her and uh, I'm sorry so she would I'm sorry Deborah, I got that backwards. So she would endorse my Democrat opposition. That way, with the Democrat being endorsed against me, I am sure to win. It has been pointed out, um, let me make sure I have let's see uh, yeah, it's Grayball that's running here in Wyoming, right? Yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to get her first name. But anyway, Ms. Grable is running here in the state of Wyoming. And I'm surprised. Do you think she's not endorsed Grable? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, Grable is... And I was double-checking her, her name just to make sure we, what... If I'm pronouncing do I have a first name I have to pronounce? What Her name is Grable. So she got the Democrat nomination. Now, there were two others running against her. As Democrats, there was a Jensen and a Helling. So there were three Democrats running for Wyoming House of Representatives uh, to represent Wyoming in D.C., in other words. And Jensen and Helling barely got any votes. Grable got 59.7% of the Democrat vote for her. So you would think then that Liz Cheney would endorse Grable, but she never did. I now, I wonder why she never endorsed her. However, she has spoken out against Harriet Hageman because Harriet Hegeman has some questions about the last presidential election. And Liz spoke out against Hageman, but did not endorse her. So why not then, there is a uh, Constitution Party candidate. Why not endorse a, why endorse the Democrat? Why not endorse a third-party candidate? There's libertarian candidates. There's constitution party candidates. Now, I know most people don't even know that those folks exist. But if Liz, look, if somebody was running, I don't do endorsements. I think they're ridiculous, okay? But let's say for the fun of it, I was going to do one. And I did not like the popular Republican that was running, well, uh, considering how much I disagree with the Democrats, you're not going to find me endorsing the Democrat. I wouldn't do it. But I would look to third-party candidates mm-hmm. and perhaps endorse one of them. Maybe the Libertarian candidate or the Constitution Party candidate. Even, look, even though those parties really don't make much of an impact, it's better than endorsing the Democrat. Having said all of this, just like I tell you all the time that polls are garbage and don't mean anything, and news media wasting their time with the polls before Election Day is a waste of their time and yours, but they're not creative enough to find something interesting to talk about. At the same time, most endorsements are just a waste of time anyway. Forget who's endorsing who. You make up your mind for you. Coming up on local news, update on your weather forecast right after that. You and I get back into it. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: But a new case of measles. Wake up, Wyoming, with Glenn Woods. Live on AM 1030 and the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. 6.36
1: 6.36 the time. Wake up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Some of the notes I'm getting off the app. Now, by the way, if you don't have the app, free to download. Go to your app store. Wake up, Wyoming. There you go. And there's a lot of things you can do with the app. One of them is when I'm on the air, that's a way to talk with me. So you can call the show, Triple Eight Ninety Seven woods or hit chat and send me a text. Mark in godforsaken hill just outside of casper <laughs> i like your location mark liz endorsing the Dem for those just joining me liz cheney has endorsed some other democrats for, over the republicans because the republicans in her terms are election deniers and she can't handle that so instead she's going to endorse the democrat over the republican rather than trying for a third party conservative candidate you know a constitution party but okay so, Mark from Godforsaken Hill, just outside of Casper, Liz endorsing the Democrat is just another establishment identification test. Well, oh, yeah. Establishment Republicans are establishment Democrats. I think, like you, I don't like, Mark, establishment on either side, but okay. It is establishment against the rest of us. I can agree with that. Cyberpunk is not Laramie. The Ballot Initiative for Legalizing Pot. You might have been hearing commercials about that on these stations. Given the election is six days away, uh, aren't they a little late to the party? It's like, dude, we we forgot to run those ads. Oh, (laughs) you remind me of something here. Now, they have been running those ads for a couple of weeks now, but I know that they are intensifying how much they're running those ads just before election time let me see here i had colorado grassroots smoke there's the bill venezuela who we are zero emissions uh education health care teacher strike cultural appropriation flip-flopping okay um i had one th- uh, colorado grassroots that had to do with voting that's the one that I'm looking for here. It has to do with voting. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a try because I don't see one. But it's basically a Colorado grassroots thing about... Oh, here we go. The pot bill. This is a few years ago, Cyberpoke. A few years ago, I wrote this because the same bill on legalizing marijuana in Wyoming was up, just like it is now. So.
6: So the, the legislature in, in Cheyenne, they, they asked me to help them out with, you know, with, with writing something down and, and, you know, kind of a, a bill for, for legalization of stuff. And it's like, sure, man, I can help you. I know all about that. And, and so I, I, I wrote it down and then, then I, I ran out of papers and I, I used it. I, I used what I wrote down. And then I I forgot to to tell them and and show up, and so so that's
1: what happened. Yeah, that's where the grassroots campaign here in the state of Wyoming uh, probably forgot to get in on this. And I don't think that yeah, I, I know that they're on the ballot and so on, but they've been trying for quite a few years. I have doubts that this is their year to get it done, but they've certainly been trying. Give them a little credit for that. Oh, by the way. I put up every now and then, like a lot of people do, I write a meme. And I put up a meme this morning, which is getting some good reaction on my personal Facebook page here. It says, thank you, Facebook fact checkers, for flagging the stories I should read. For those people still on Facebook or Instagram, you come across the story and they flag it as... Well, this is not complete information or misinformation or something like that. This is not in proper context, and oftentimes their flagging is ridiculously stupid because it's not a person doing it. it's some algorithm. It's just idiotic. So I wrote, I might have missed that post, but pace Facebook covered it with a warning. So it made me curious. So I read it, and I'm just asking, I'm just tossing this out there and asking you guys. Do you do what I do? I bet some of you do, but do you do what I do? You're scrolling through social media, Facebook or Instagram in this case, and you come across something that has been flagged as not complete information or out of context or misinformation, and they blur it out so you can't see. But you have the option to view it anyway. They give you that option. Now, that makes me curious about what's underneath there the fact that they're flagging it makes me really curious. And so I always go look at it. Now, in in most every single case, I have to agree with whoever posted the thing because the fact checkers and their algorithm, well, a bunch of idiots, really. But I'm just wondering how many people out there do what I do. Oh, that that was flagged by Facebook. They didn't want me to see it. Well, I have to look now 642 Wake Up Wyoming.
0: The antidote to Boring Morning Radio. This is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the conversation at 888-97-Woods.
1: 648 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off to the icebox we go. Frank Gambino waiting by. Uh, Frank, I just came across evidence of a fight and several crimes where who, uh, that's why, the, who? where i don't know where i can tell it's not wyoming because there's just too much green stuff around okay really thick green foliage it starts there's a row of cars in a parking area okay and this is limited parking you got to see the way it's set up and somebody decided to take their bicycle and take up the last parking space
7: like a like a bicycle
1: yes like a yeah pedal pedal bike oh, Okay. Yeah. That's bad enough. Yeah. So somebody comes along who wants to park there, and they didn't just move the bike.
7: They ran it over.
1: No, they took the bike and threw way up high in a tree (laughs) and then parked their car there. About an hour later, the bike is back, and the car is on fire. Ooh. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm looking at the escalation of this, and I'm thinking, oh, it has not yet begun to get ugly. If these two guys run into each other
7: uh that stuff kind of happens yeah, you know one does, one yeah. dumb thing yeah leads to yeah
1: another dumb a thing. series of really bad decisions are happening here and at this point wherever this parking space is if i lived or worked anywhere near there my thought would be you know i just need to be somewhere else i don't need to be around these people because obviously when there's some kind of a disagreement
7: and i wonder if they even know each other i don't know but it's just dude you you can't park your bicycle in a parking right. spot that has limited parking. What do you think? Sure. What kind well, of idiot are you?
1: Now, even then, though, if you're the guy who wants to go ahead and park there and you want to move the bike, there was plenty of room just to move the bike off to the side. And I think the guy riding the bike would understand, oh, I could have put my bike over here. Yeah. But to throw it up high into a tree... How they even manage that, I don't know. Would you have a trebuchet? How did you even get it yeah, up? Yeah,
7: how did it come down? Like you're like falling yeah. leaves, you know? That
1: has to be a lot of work to go up there and get the bike down, which is why the owner of the bike got so upset and made the really bad move of setting the vehicle on fire. Now, okay. since I'm looking at pictures of this, if I were the police, I know the car, I I would know in that area what the parking lot was. And obviously, there's an owner of a bike and a car, and I have the description of both vehicles. So I, I can go find out who these people are.
7: Oh, that'd be easy, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, if I were the judge in this case, I would go ahead and put them both in a boxing ring and then charge admission to let them slug it out.
7: Yeah, and then the loser gets a year. Junior college volleyball: The Region 9 tournament starts today at Casper College. The L. Triple C women are up first at 1 p.m. They'll take on McCook, Nebraska. The Golden Eagles are 16 and 10 on the year. Casper went 7 and 26 in the regular season. They will play Western Nebraska at 5 p.m. And Western Nebraska is rated fourth in the country. They come in at 29 and 3. N.J.C. from Sterling, Colorado, plays Northwest of Paul at 3 p.m. Central Wyoming from Riverton takes on Otero at 7. The tournament runs through Saturday. The winner advances to the National JUCO Volleyball Tournament in West Plains, Missouri, in two weeks. In high school volleyball, the state tournament begins tomorrow at the Ford Center in Casper. In 4A, here are the first round pairings. Kelly Walls versus Thunder Basin at 3. Laramie plays Riverton at 4.30. Cody takes on the Trone at 6. And Cheyenne's plays Star Valley at 7.30. In 3A, Mountain View and Buffalo at 3. Douglas and Powell at 4.30. Lyman and Newcastle at 6. Wheatland will play Worland at 7.30. In 2A, Rocky Mountain will meet Tongue River at 3. Burns and Grable at 4.30. Shoshone and Wright at 6. Bighorn takes on Kemmer at 7.30. And in 1A, in the first round. Riverside and Rock River at 3. Hewlett and Snake River at 4.30. Cokeville and Casey at 6. Southeast and Saratoga at 7.30. Semifinals will be on Friday at the Ford Center the finals will be on Saturday. In the NFL, the Denver Broncos were active at the trading deadline. They shipped linebacker Bradley Chubb to Miami for a first-round draft pick, a fourth-rounder, a fifth-rounder, plus running back Chase Edmonds. Chubb had five-and-a-half sacks this season and 26 sacks in his career with the Broncos. He's an elite player, but he's also in his walk year of his contract, and the Broncos are desperate for draft picks after using a bunch to uh, get quarterback Russell Wilson. In baseball, Philadelphia has a two-games-to-one lead over Houston in the World Series with a 7 nothing win last night. The Phillies hit a whopping five home runs in the game, which tied a World Series record. Astral starting pitcher Lance McCullers surrendered all of those home runs the first time one pitcher has been tagged for five home runs in a World Series game. And the fourth game of the Fall Classic will be tonight in Philly. Also, Colorado Rockies second baseman uh, Brendan Rodgers earned a gold glove for his defensive play this season. He made just 10 errors this season and was in on 99 double plays. Former Rockies third baseman Nolan Arenado won his 10th gold glove, now playing for St. Louis. Arenado started his pro career in Casper back in 2009 when he played with the Rockies rookie league team, the Ghosts.
1: And if people go to wild preps, plug, plug.
7: Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, right. oh, I, I think it's just going to be over-the-top stuff to, to read with volleyball, high school football playoffs, the state girls swimming yeah. championships to begin in Laramie tomorrow. I mean, it's uh, there is a ton yeah. We are busy. And one of the and things we
1: do. I like seeing is those galleries and watching everybody in action. I've said many times that it's so easy to take pictures in sport. Just go ahead and point your camera at the athlete and let it click away. You're going to get great stuff.
7: Yeah. Because, you know, is it, they're doing something.
1: Yeah, they, they are. Really active stuff. So anyway, Wild preps, there's an app for that, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, thanks for you. Coming up on some local business, we have to take care of We're going to roll into news time after that. National local update on your weather forecast wake up wyoming Wake up, Wyoming. My name is Glen Woods. It's a Wednesday, so over the hump we go. About six days away from election day, as I've been telling people all morning long. Rule number one: all the polls out there, are waste your time. Don't even bother. Doesn't mean a thing. Okay. Even if they say, "Well, it's really close," or "This candidate's clearly ahead of that candidate," means nothing. Okay. So, all of that is not news and is a waste of your time. And for those who missed the first hour of the program, well, first off, no, you didn't. You can always go back and listen to this program in podcast form by using your Wake Up Wyoming app, use the on-demand feature. But now, uh, oh, geez, I hate, I'm just gonna briefly mention this because I don't want to go through this over and over and over again. But I do think it is, uh, to me, getting amusing at this point. I'm sorry to say, but so Liz Cheney, (laughs) sorry is endorsing some Democrats because the Republicans, in her mind, they're election deniers. So she doesn't want any election deniers. So she would rather endorse the Democrat, which is certainly helping those Republicans get elected. So keep going, Liz, because you'll get a lot of Republicans elected that way. On that note, Cowboy State Daily has a story up. To a good story here. Wyoming GOP loses registered voters in lead-up to general election. This has a... Well, you expected this to happen. A lot of people cross lines to vote in the primary and then move back. I'll explain all of that in just a minute, right now. Mike is in Laramie. Morning, Mike.
8: Good morning, Glenn. I was wondering, I haven't heard from you or anybody else, what are the local issues that the legislature is going to be doing this year? When they start meeting this year, uh, I haven't heard anything about statewide issues. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is okay. have you heard of Marav Ben doveys latest scare ad on KOW? You want no. to shoot you up a copy of I that?
1: Have, I would love to hear that. I haven't had that.
8: It's got to do with a phone call to a mother from the Albany County Detention Center, and her daughter's on the other end saying, Mom, I got pulled over by the cops, and they found abortion pills in my car. Oh, Okay. (laughs) See if KOWB can shoot you up a copy. Okay. And lastly, the guy that attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband, his first name was Dave. Is he the same Dave from San Francisco that calls you Wouldn't that be
1: great? Wouldn't it just be But you notice it is another, with all due respects to Dave out there, it is another Dave from San Francisco that's just a complete (laughs) nutball, right? Yeah. I would really love it if it was the same guy. One of the things that you can do is just go online yoleg.gov or just i googled wyoming legislative session 2022 and that will give you every single bill that is currently being proposed now that's going to change but those are the issues and it talks about the committees and what committees are talking about Uh so if you want to know what they're going to be working on that's where you go
8: yeah, but I mean, I haven't heard any ads on the radio or anything, yeah. or TV. Right. I noticed a little Sarah game from Cheyenne. She has a TV ad, but she never mentions what party she belongs
1: to. Oh, no, of course not, because nobody would and listen to think,
8: her. I think there's a Kincaid or something like that, a Senate District over in Laramie County, and right. she never says what party she belongs
1: to. Right. Kind of interesting that they never do, huh? And yet, though, no, there are hear- some people that do say that they're Republican, and you know they're not
8: yeah but you know just the statewide issue we we talked about property tax reform earlier this year, yeah, and it looks like you know parental control of their children's values is an issue, but what else are they going to talk? Yeah. I'd like to know before I go into that ballot box right. that polling place next Tuesday.
1: That's actually yeah, a good time. I'll go ahead
8: and generality.
1: I'll go ahead and dig into and pull up what I think some of the issues will be uh-huh. although between now and then a lot's going to change but yeah it's a good idea to at least name the top 10. That's probably a good idea to start with, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll go for that. When Marab Ben David by the way, She's always very entertaining to me. I've had her on this program on a couple of occasions. I know. And I've let her talk. I've just let her talk because I think it's really entertaining. Here is a woman. <laughs> well, you know, this is going to be mean. I hate to uh, yeah, do this, well, I, I, but well, I'm she, just going to say. I got
8: redistricted into yeah. the area that she's running uh, wants okay. to represent.
1: But I hate to do this, Mike, because I hate sounding mean to people. But, okay. Here is, you, you've met this kind of person, someone who walks into the room thinking that they are absolutely the smartest, most well-informed person in the room. And yet the exact opposite of that is true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Mara Ben David.
8: Oh, yeah, I mean, she said that I got a couple of flyers in the mail from her. She says, I was born on a farm. Yeah, Well, I'm from New York City, so I speak all of her languages. Yeah. I'm (laughs) gonna ask her, what kibbutz was that? She said, I'm a military veteran. You mean the Israeli Defense Force,
1: don't you? Which everybody has to join for a little while. Yeah, they, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. <laughs> but
8: and, you want to see if KOWB can shoot you a copy of that ad?
1: I'll go ahead and ask for it. All right. Thank okay. you. I appreciate it. Mike and Me Swing on over to Dave, who's in Cheyenne about bicycles. Hi, Dave. Hey, Glenn, how are you? Good, morning?
5: sir. Good. Hey, I kind of came in on, on the end of your story about the bike getting thrown up in the tree. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with me. Is the bicyclists are getting as bad as the LBQTV ABC
1: yeah. about soup special thing? Special yeah. rights. Right.
5: And if they want to ride their bike on the street, if they want to park in certain parking spots, then maybe ought to put license plates on them, yeah. ensure them, follow okay. the traffic laws and consideration.
1: Okay. So in other words, they don't get any extra special privileges. No. No. Okay. That's and why. And but ride, I looked...
5: Ride their little. R- riding their little skinny tires right on the white line, right on a two lane road. You
1: know,
5: you get clipped by a mirror. You get clipped by a mirror.
1: Okay, I. I'm, it sounded to me like you've had about enough of these guys.
5: I've had enough.
1: Of oh, okay, all right. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And that's uh, by the way another another Dave with a bit of an attitude. I'm just pointing that out there. But okay, here to give you an idea what he was talking about. I don't know where in the world this is. But it's several camera pictures. There's a parking area, right? And there's limited space in this parking area. You have to see where it is to understand there's limited space. So all of these cars have pulled in. There's one space left. Somebody brings their bicycle in and puts it right in the middle of that space. Okay, there's plenty of other places that the bicycle could be not in a place meant for a car. The next picture is a car is parked in that space and the bicycle is way up in a tree. Now, how they got that bike way up in a tree, I have no idea, but they managed to get the bike way up in a tree. The next picture after that is the bicycle is now down from the tree and the car is on fire. (laughs) Wow, that escalated, huh? So, I look, I have no problem, uh, bicycle drivers, I understand, in part, what Dave is uh, saying. You know, bicycle drivers, I, I, I pr- appreciate you guys riding around because I've done it for so many years just because it was fun and convenient. But on the other hand, you, you know, just like the cars have to watch out for you, you have to watch out for everybody else, too, here. So that bicycle, even though I don't agree with setting the car on fire, The guy who moved the bicycle out of the spot so he can park his car in the spot, he should have just put the bicycle aside, someplace safe. Not up in a damn tree, says he. Mandy Mays with us. Mandy Mays and Casper. Now, I like this, folks. We've gone from, let me see, so far this morning, from Fort Danger to Laramie to uh, some godforsaken hill just outside of Casper. That's Mark to thermopolis as grandpa rich Lisa's in casper laramie yeah we got also okay so mandy may she's in casper what's your opinion on the one cent sales tax no information on the air about and where they want to spend it um usually you can so you're talking about a one cent tax in casper specifically i would bet and my thought is, it depends on, there is a place to go to find out what exactly they want to spend the one cent on in your area. Sometimes a one cent tax is worth it. Okay, There's something that your town needs, and they need some additional revenue, and it's completely worth it to vote for a temporary one cent tax. The nice thing about the way that's done in Wyoming is if you vote for a one cent tax there's a time limit on it so they collect it for a while and then it times out and it doesn't exist anymore you have to vote for it again but there is information you might want to go check uh, if it's a city tax or a county tax the city or county would have information for you on what exactly they plan to spend it on because that's another Wyoming rule, a Wyoming law if you will. If they're gonna ask you on the ballot to vote for a one cent tax, they have to tell you why. What's specifically for? And if you're looking at what they wanna spend it on and you're thinking, no, I don't want to be taxed for that, then vote no. On those occasions where it actually is something worthwhile, then go ahead and vote yes. I have on a rare occasion voted for a one cent tax because they intended it to go to something that really was worthwhile. And again, it's a temporary tax. So I would say, depending on whether it was a city or county tax, get a hold of the city or county. You should be able to look it up on their website to find out what that one cent tax specifically is for. And then just decide whether you think they need it or not. In some cases, I even vote no because I agree with what they want the money for. But I also understand they already have enough money to get that thing done, whatever it might be. So, completely up to you. But, yeah, the information is out there. 717, Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Well, quicker than a soggy morning porch paper, you need Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. 7.20
1: is the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. This is a time when there's a lot of public service announcements out and around there for all sorts of different causes. We get closer to the holidays, especially Thanksgiving's up next. Right away, of course, uh, hearts go out and people start gathering money and asking for help with certain causes. Uh, Here's one that doesn't get a whole lot of attention.
3: When I saw his teeth marks in the block of cheese in the refrigerator, I lost control.
1: Did you know shaken man-child
8: syndrome is the second leading cause of death among adult children after choking on buffalo wings? Hi, I'm Ben Stiller. As the star of movies like Zoolander and Dodgeball, many of my biggest fans are man children. Every year I travel to hospitals to meet some who have survived abuse, and I'm always inspired by their bravery. Even through their injuries, most find the strength to quote one of my lines from Along Came Polly or Give Me a Fist Pound. It's a personal issue to me because until I was almost 42, I was a man child. I had a cat that I ironically named Dog. I would put ketchup on my rice and noodles. And the only art object I owned was a replica of Mr. Spock's Vulcan harp. Was it frustrating for my parents? Of course, but they knew you should never, ever shake a man-child, no matter how angry you get. Just
6: because I don't have a life, doesn't mean I don't deserve to
1: live. It's important that we bring attention to struggles like this. All right, 888-97 with the phone number, 888 woods So here's a story, Cowboy State Daily. Headline, Wyoming GOP loses registered voters in lead-up to general election, which you would expect, but anyway, here's the story. Although Wyoming has shown to be one of the most conservative states in the country, the Republican Party has lost registered voters in the weeks leading up to the general election. There were about 1,355 fewer registered Republicans November 1st as of, like, yesterday, compared to October 1st. That's about a 0.4% drop. Not huge, but... So you can see that those were the crossover voters. Now, the story says many people would likely point to the trend Democrats crossing back to register with their own party for the general election as a reason for the loss of GOP-registered voters. During the August primary... There were 8,201 Democrat ballots cast compared to the 25,526 that were tabulated for Democrats in the 2020 primary and 19,459 counted in the 2018 primary. Many Democrats in Wyoming openly admitted to changing party affiliations so they could vote in Republican primary and vote for even some voted for Liz Cheney. A practice Wyoming Democrat Party chairman also saw happen. Conversely, Democrat Party gained about one thousand seven hundred two votes in October, five point two percent increase. Unaffiliated voters grew by grew by five hundred seventy nine. So here's your uh, a lot of this is your crossover effect, which, by the way, is another one of the reasons that I say, when it comes to primary time, I would lock it down. So no way in advance. So nobody can cross over vote. I'd lock that down, find some way to lock it down, way in advance, so people can't jump and meddle in somebody else's affairs and come back. Now I have heard people say, but in some counties there aren't even any Democrats running. Well, that's not the Democrats' fault. I'm sorry, Let me. I, I said that backwards. That's not the Republicans' fault. It's not the Republicans' fault that Democrats are not running in certain places. Okay? It's not the Republicans' fault that when a candidate does step up on the Democrat side, they are lame, really bad, no chance of getting elected. Okay? So I, I disagree with the whole crossover voting thing. I, we've talked about this before. But all right, let's get back to the story because i'm just showing you the effect of the numbers. 2018 election was the last time major allegations of crossover voting were levied in the Wyoming primary that led to the election. Uh, the Republican party gained 641 voters from October to November. Few people made claims about crossover voting at the 2022 election, but there were about 12,761 people who affiliated as Republican between October 1st, 2020. And the November 3rd general election, Democrat Party also gained about 3,142 people. In terms of practicality, party registration has no bearing on voting in the general election. In a Wyoming primary, the election voters must register with the party. And you know that. You already knew that. You can vote for a Democrat if you're a Republican in the general. But in the primary, you're supposed to vote for the party who you're with. So it's a numbers game, according to Cowboy State Daily, not everyone who is registered will vote in the election. Now here's what I wonder about. Now that we're coming up, about six days away, the general election in in the state of Wyoming, and so many of these races are already decided. So it makes me wonder how many people will actually go out and vote in the general, knowing that many of our races in Wyoming have already been decided. That's going to be interesting for me to see. We're a little unique here in Wyoming. That's the way this works. Not everyone who is registered, the story says, will vote in the elections. For example, in 2018, there were 71,421 registered voters who didn't show up at the polls in the general election. 25% of the registered voter pool didn't show up for the general. Most of Wyoming's highly contested races are traditionally decided in the primary, the story says because of the overwhelming Republican majority in the state. This year is no different for nationwide races, which could cool voter interest in the general. However, there are a number of competitive Wyoming legislative races races statewide, that uh, uh, amendments that would be, oh, that is something that is important. Even in this race, it's not just about the candidates. There's even some Wyoming constitutional amendments that are out there presidential election years typically draw more voters in the general that's expected and then it goes into the numbers the secretary of state office will provide an updated voter registration number at the beginning of election day and that would be november 8th so again not surprising on the crossover voting thing does not surprise me does not surprise me that in the general election a lot of people don't show up But here's a good reason to show up and vote. It's not just who is running or that some races have already been decided. As Mandy May and Casper pointed out, some are like, uh, well, issues like a one-cent tax in your area. We have a couple of constitutional amendments that are on the ballot as well. So besides who takes what offices, most of that has been settled in Wyoming, I know. But there are some issues in the state of Wyoming that are on your ballot that should be settled. And that includes the marijuana issue, a local one cent sales tax. You might find some other local ordinances or something like that to be voted on on your local county or city side of the ballot. So take a look at, be an informed voter. This is part of my stay out the vote campaign for those people who don't research. There's a lot of other issues on your ballot worth looking at. So that means you're gonna to have to do a little bit of a uh, little bit of homework, but it's not so hard to do. Because your local election office, which it's easy to contact them or look them up online, or go there and ask, and they will provide information as to what's going to be on the ballot, other than just the candidates. So you can research the issues before you go vote. 7.29 is time. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: Woods on AM 1030 K2 Radio. Join the show at 888-97-WOODS.
1: 7.36 to the time. Wake up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. So what I was talking about in the last segment is I know a lot of people have a tendency in Wyoming to vote in the primary but then not show up to the general election, and the reason would be well we have all these races are already decided in Wyoming nothing's going to change what's the but there's a lot of things on the ballot you should pay attention to. We have some constitutional amendments on our ballot this time around. Depending on where you are, you have different uh, city and county things to vote for, including taxes. DJ and Gillette, I was because I was asked about a Casper penny tax you can go ahead to the city website and other places to look up what that penny tax is all about. Uh, DJ Angeles is about the tax in Campbell County. The senior center funding has been moved over to the penny fund. So if you don't vote for it, our elders get shortchanged. It is important to take a look at what is on the ballot, not just taxes, but other ordinances, things like that. So you know what you're doing when you show up on Election Day. If you're not going to do your homework, do your city, county, and state, and federal government for that matter, even though it's an off-season election, do your country a favor. Don't show up and vote. Stay home. Now, oftentimes when I say this, there's somebody out there Well, I have a right to vote. Oh, yes, you do have a right to vote. I would never deny you your right to vote but you also have a responsibility. Do you pay much attention to politics? So what, do you get your news from Facebook, Twitter, maybe some late-night comedy show? Do you even have any idea who your senator is? Who's the vice president? So how do you decide who you're going to vote for? What, do you flip a coin? Every election season, there are get-out-the-vote campaigns asking completely unqualified voters to show up at the polls at the last minute and flip a coin. If you've spent the past two years completely uninformed and out of the loop, then do your country a favor. Don't show up at the polls. Don't vote. Take the day off. Go to the beach. Hang out at your local bar. Watch a ball game instead. Or check out some reality TV. Our nation's in sad shape because people like you have been voting. So this year, Do your country a favor. Stay home. Stay out of the vote. America is depending on your apathy. Brought to you by the campaign to promote uninformed voter apathy. Again, there's always somebody out there. Well, I have, I've recently got a call from a lady in Cheyenne. Well, I have a right to vote. You do. You absolutely do. But what about your responsibility to make sure you know what's on the ballot? And it's not just, (coughs) pardon me, not just candidates who are on the ballot. There's issues on the ballot as well. And it doesn't take much work to get a sample ballot. You can do it online. Yeah, you can get a sample ballot online. In person, ask for one. Go down to the courthouse, ask for one. But, yeah, online is one of the easiest way to do Then, go ahead, take your time, and research some of the issues so you have a good idea of what you're talking about. Take your time, do a little bit of work, do a little bit of research, because it is important if you wonder how America Winds up in such bad shape is because unformed people just show up and guess. Darling,
0: would you fetch me a beer on the fridge?
2: So I know everything about the Kardashians, Beyonce, and stuff like that. But I know nothing about who my governor is or whoever runs the state. So this year I'm doing my patriotic duty and stay out the vote.
0: Thank you, darling. I can give you every major stat for the Rockies for the last 15 years, but I can't tell you who the mayor of Denver is. That's the reason why this year I'm doing my patriotic duty and stay out the
1: vote. Too lazy to stay informed, and stay on. Stay out the vote. Your country is counting on you. Now, if only besides all of the issues, which by the way, a lot of the issues are misrepresented too. Got to be careful of that. If only we had a truly honest politician that was direct with you about what they really think. Hello, my
6: name is Carl, and I'm running for Congress in your district. I'm not an expert in anything. Nothing. Not a thing. But I sure know how to look like I know what I'm talking about. And that's why I'm electable. I'm not an expert on guns, or finance, or science. Heck, I flunked science in school. Three times. I know nothing about automobiles or engines of any kind. I know nothing about energy. Gas, coal, oil, green energy, whatever that means. I've never held a gun in my life. And actually, I'm kind of scared to. But if you elect me into office, I promise to pass laws regulating everything that I know nothing about. I promise to act like the expert that I never really could be, because I cannot pass the test to get a job in that field to save my life. But I can regulate it. Yes, that's what America needs today. Experts in nothing to regulate everything. After all, isn't that what government does best? It really
1: is today very easy to go ahead and look things up using your city, county, state websites, also different websites from political organizations you might know the name of, so you can see what they think, whether you agree with it or not, you can actually see what they think. It's not hard, especially in the state of Wyoming, to do a little bit of homework, which is all I'm ever asking people to do. There's not just people on the ballots in November uh, next week, about six days from now. There's issues on the ballot as well that need your attention grandpa rich in thermopolis glenn i'm tired of people that were republicans running as dems like their are uh this uh gal uh who's been oh okay uh, in a position for i understand what you mean now i it took me a moment to decipher what he's saying over here i i wish that we could shine a light on certain politicians to find out what they really think before we get them into office, but at least we have the record of how they vote and what they say when they're not in office—not on the campaign trail, but I mean, take a look at how they vote and what they really think when the cameras are not on. That's the best way to tell. Seven forty-three. Wake up, my own
0: talk radio got on the air. Sorry, but we had a budget. Join the conversation at eight 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 ninety seven Woods. This is K two Radio.
1: 746 the time, let wake up Wyoming, off we go to talk to Don Day. So it starts off, for most of us, Don, as a really nice morning, but winter is sneaking, creeping in.
9: Yes, it is. Uh, I just took a look at the webcam over Teton Pass and it's snowing very heavy up there right now in those far western mountain areas of the state. That's about where the Pacific front is. Yesterday it was right along the Washington, Oregon coast, so now it's gone that distance to western wyoming and then this evening and tonight the front will be coming through casper and sheridan buffalo through rock springs and riverton through the big horn basin and then uh, during the day tomorrow is when it really gets its push through the rest of the state so yeah it's sneaking in from the west if you're basically in the central and eastern side of the state you've got one more day of of a, uh, a mild albeit windy day but the weather, the further west she goes, certainly goes downhill.
1: Yeah, okay. Now, let's talk about how much downhill, because I always get a laugh at the different predictions about how much snow or how much rain somebody might get. It looks to me like higher elevations are getting the bulk of it. Is that wrong or
9: right? Yeah, this type of pattern is going to make it snow more in the high country than it will on the plains. But we will see. I, I think this is going to be the first uh, widespread event where the lower elevations get to see some snow on the ground yeah it's not going to be a lot but we're going to have enough with these colder temperatures it's going to be really slick out there really mm. icy just enough snow i think one to three inches on the plains will be a very common total okay uh for the lower elevations of the state there's going to be pockets that might get a little bit more than that which is usually the case
1: okay so for this uh, for, for the people who are in the central to the eastern part of wyoming i'd say just watch your overnight radar
9: Well, yes Yes, you can dust off the radar again. Yeah.
1: Okay. Time to get that sucker right. active again. Okay. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's kind of creeping in on us, and will arrive sort of in the overnight hours for most of the day. I was just looking at the radar while he was talking. It's a uh, yeah. It's over the Tetons. It's it's creeping in. Let's speaking of creeping in. Let's go over to the icebox where Frank Gambino is waiting by. Frank, I have a picture. I was talking to the dad this morning on social media. There is a kid named Sam in Wyoming. I don't know where he went, but on Halloween he made out like a bandit. Sam. Sam, you gotta take a look at the kitchen table, which is a sizable kitchen table, and it is mounded high <laughs> with all sorts of candies. And there's even people who gave away Cheetos and potato mm-hmm. chips and stuff like that. But it is mounded high. Now I asked his father first off, what is the mom and dad tax on this? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right kinda, off the top, yeah. Oh yeah. But then, uh, it, and I asked him, do they take it in a lump sum?" And he, "No, no, it's more like a Twix bar a day. It's something like that. Is what they want."
7: I think he has so much that half of it won't be eaten, and they're just going to yeah. throw it away.
1: Okay, no, I actually gave Dad a suggestion to pass on to the kid. This is currency in the kid world. Mm-hmm. He could go visit friends of his who have really cool toys laying on their bedroom floor, and trade candy for yes. Them. But they went out trick-or-treating, too. Yeah, I'm sure they did. But this kid, that kind of candy lasts for a while. You don't have to trade now. Hang on. And maybe springtime, start pulling out buckets of this. I will give you this bucket of candy for that toy. Okay, here's my
7: question. Okay. He's got all that candy. Yeah. Did he get that, did he go to any house twice or three times? Okay. You should only go to one house one time. I think
1: sometimes this happens. This is a guess, but sometimes this happens. So there are some neighborhoods in Wyoming where they don't get many kids, yeah. and yet they bought a lot of candy. Mm-hmm. So when, when that one kid finally shows up, they go, here, take it. Yeah, <laughs> have everything, yeah. yeah, they take the whole lot and go, I'm wondering, did he do that, or did he go to a lot of houses? I would like
7: to find out. Yeah, so what, you can get out next time? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if there's a better way of hitting the same place two or three, four times, then you don't have to go as far. Yeah, now I have seen people that have said,
1: Look, this is probably only one of two kids that are coming for the entire night, and we have loads of candy that we have to get rid of. Or we all know that we're going to eat it all, and we promise not to. So they just go ahead and heap it on the kid. I have to go back and ask his dad, is that what happened, or did he really go all over all these different neighborhoods? I, I don't know, but the kid, they're going to have to up his dental insurance. For yeah, sure. yeah. The
7: inquiring minds want to know. Junior College Volleyball. The Region 9 tournament starts today at Casper College. The C. women are up first at 1 p.m. They'll take on McCook, Nebraska in the first round. Golden Eagles are 16-10 and 10 on the year. Casper College went 7-26 and 26 in the regular season. They play Western Nebraska at 5 p.m. And Western Nebraska is ranked fourth in the country. NJC from Sterling, Colorado, plays Northwest of Paul at 3 p.m. And Central Wyoming from Riverton takes on Otero at 7. Tournament runs through Saturday. The winner advances to the National Juco Volleyball Tournament at West Plains, Missouri, in a- coming up in a couple of weeks. In high school volleyball. The state tournament begins tomorrow at the Ford Center in Casper. The 4A first-round pairings are as follows. Kelly Walsh will meet Thunder Basin at 3. Laramie plays Riverton at 4.30. Cody takes on the Trone at 6. And Cheyenne's plays Star Valley at 7.30. In 3A, Mountain View and Buffalo at 3. Douglas and Powell at 4.30. Lyman and Newcastle at 6. Wheatland plays Worland at 7.30. In 2A, Rocky Mountain will meet Tongue River at 3. Burns versus Grable at 4.30. Shoshone and Wright at 6. And Bighorn will take on Kemmerer at 7.30. And and one in the first round. Riverside and Rock River at 3. Hewlett and Snake River at 430. Cokeville and Casey at 6. Southeast and Saratoga at 730. The semifinals will be on Friday at the Ford Center and the finals will be on Saturday. In the NFL, the Denver Broncos were active at the trading deadline. They shipped linebacker Bradley Chubb to Miami for a first-round draft pick, a fourth-round draft pick, a fifth-round draft pick, plus running back Chase Edmonds. Chubb had five-and-a-half sacks this season and has 26 sacks in his career with the Broncos. He's an elite player, but he's also in the walk year of his contract, and the Broncos are Desperate for draft picks after using a bunch to get quarterback Russell Wilson. In baseball, Philadelphia has a two games to one lead over Houston in the World Series with a 7 nothing win last night. The Phillies had a whopping five home runs in that game, which tied a World Series record. Astros starting pitcher Lance McCullers surrendered all of those home runs. The first time one pitcher's been tagged for five home runs in a World Series game ever. Game four will be tonight in Philly. Also, Colorado Rockies second baseman Brendan Rodgers won a gold glove for his defensive play this season. He made just 10 errors this season and was in on 99 double plays. Former Rockies third baseman Nolan Aronado won his tenth Gold Glove. Now playing for St. Louis, Aronado started his pro career in Casper back in 2009 with the Rockies rookie league team, the Goose.
1: So how we doing here in uh, baseball? Here, what uh, two to one? Two to one. Philadelphia's ahead okay. of Houston, so, but now uh, that's just, that's still tight. Two to one thing. We, yeah, yeah, we
7: we got you know, we got a way to go. So
1: you don't know anything. In other words, at this point, there's no clear. Oh, they've got it.
7: Not, no, not really, because um, it, it goes back and forth. Like, yeah. you know, okay. um, it just
1: it, it, it's weird. Well, you know, sometimes we, it doesn't. Sometimes there's a team that's just dominating.
7: But, yeah, I mean, and, and then Philadelphia hit a bunch of home runs yesterday. Their place is fairly small, yeah. you know, So like, the hitting home runs is not a. You
1: know, well, that's kind of money, a
7: monumental kind of thing. Yeah, they're right. not cheap shots, but yeah. they're not monumental shots either. Still, you hit five in one game. Okay, well, that's
1: good. There. Yeah, a, I, I good bet day. you the pitcher is embarrassed. I'm sure he is. Yeah, right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. I yeah, got roll into news time after that. National, local, update on the weather forecast, open phones, wake up, Wyoming. 8 on 6 to Time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Wood. Thanks for joining me. All right. Phone number to get involved. We're at open phones at this point, which I give you every single day. At some point, you get a chance just to vent, get it out of your system, whatever it is. That's fine by me. A lot of hosts only do that one day out of the week. On Friday, I always give you the chance. So, triple eight ninety seven Woods, the phone number, that's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. In advance of all of that, trigger warning. <laughs>
2: And feel free to participate.
0: This disclaimer does not report to every person
1: named Dave.
2: Just one particular Dave from San
1: Francisco. We know a lot of Daves. They call this show all the time, and they're great people. So don't call this program and complain that we use your name. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. A guy did call earlier this morning and asked, so the guy who attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband, his name was Dave, or is Dave. Same Dave, because he's also a Dave from San Francisco. No, not the same Dave as the one who calls this program it gets hung up on. Although, it it begins to make me wonder about Daves from San Francisco. Because Daves from Wyoming seem to be pretty cool guys. We got some Daves from some other states I call. They seem to be pretty good guys. But the San Francisco Daves tend to be kind of jerks, you know. So, okay, we'll keep an eye on Daves from San Francisco. Now, Hold on to your heads. If you need to step outside to scream, fine. I'm sorry to do this to you. So Liz Cheney... (laughs) Sorry. Went ahead and uh, endorsed another Democrat. Now, if you're wondering, well, that just shows she's a Democrat. No, No, not really. She is not endorsing anyone who has questions about the last election as to whether they're legit or not in her opinion if you're an election denier she's going to endorse your competition even if your competition's a democrat we were talking about that earlier this morning first hour of the program and with the help of some callers came to the conclusion that this is nothing but good news for republicans every time liz cheney endorses a democrat that democrats pretty sure to lose so, uh, way to go, Liz. Good strategy. Keep it up. Ladies and gentlemen, Al Gore with the first hit song that he thinks he ever had. Probably the only hit song he thinks he ever had.
0: You're driving a big car. I come on your radio. I say the end's closed. You just say no, I say it's global warming, but you call me a liar, but this planet's
1: on fire. So I got a couple of more stories from the cult of climate change, and let's start off with our favorite little sweetheart, Greta Thunberg, who flat out said in an interview recently yeah she's still out there doing the whole climate change activist thing she flat out said just recently that what's happening with not just the united nations but with different governments politicians around the world is a scam she she's finally, she's figured it out that the politicians only care that they're saying whatever they need to say to get elected And they they make a lot of money, them and their friends, make a lot of money off of this whole climate change thing. But they're not actually interested in doing anything to make a difference. Poor Greta finally realized this. Now, she's still a member of the cult of climate change, and she's still a socialist. Headline, Greta Thunberg calls for overthrow of the entire capitalist system. Now, remember what we're talking about here. Capitalism is freedom. You cannot have capitalism without freedom. It doesn't exist. You cannot have socialism without taking away freedom and inducing economic slavery. That's how that works. Freedom and socialism cannot coexist. You have to have freedom in order to have capitalism. In fact, the the most pure form of democracy is capitalism because every single day you vote with your money I like this I don't like that every day you vote for what you want with your money it is the purest form of democracy what capitalism is but okay climate activist Thunberg has gone fully mask off the story says and is now calling for the overthrow of the entire capitalist system Previously, she sold herself as a five-foot-tall human bell of, well, climate catastrophes. Her, whole, her role was to warn, not to instruct. But that's when she was being handed a script, you see. She doesn't have a script anymore. Now she's saying whatever she wants to say. Her most viral moments often involve scolding political leaders. You remember the whole, how dare you? Okay, well, now that she has a chance to say whatever she wants to say. So, she uh, recently in an interview, there is no back to normal, she said. Now, the climate catastrophe is on us. There is no back to normal. Normal was the system that gave us this climate crisis that we're in of colonialism, imperialism, oppression, genocide, racism. uh, 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 Oppressive extractionism. Apparently, she's never looked into not just socialism, but, hey, Greta, you want to take a look at where they get those rare earth minerals to make your wind and solar panel and your electric cars? If you want to talk about slavery and oppression, even child slave labor. But anyway. So what she wants to do is... um, Oh, and she accused politicians today this this part she got right of a scam which facilitates what she calls greenwashing lying and cheating and then she goes on to say we need to overthrow the entire capitalist system this is where greta is today okay and she talks about cruelty and violence white supremacy, patriarchy. Sounds to me though, as she talks about these things, what she's actually talking about is the entire socialist system because that's what those systems have given us. If she bothers to check what history actually does. Oh, I'm not saying there's not bad players in the capitalist system, but again, you get to vote every day with your dollar through the capitalist system. So if somebody is engaging in activity that you don't like, then don't buy their product. See, you get to vote on that. But when socialism takes over, when they get involved in oppression and slavery, etc., etc., you can't vote it out because it's socialism. You're stuck with it. Yeah. Greta, little by little, has learned a few things, but there's other things the poor kid was brainwashed from a very early age. One more for you on this topic. New York Times predicted back in 1995... They cited climate, air quotes here, experts warning most beaches off the east coast of the U.S. would be gone in 25 years. Now, I'm going to read directly from the New York Times article, all of it, so you can get it in context. New York Times, again, this is, I'm trying to see what year this was. Yeah, September 18th, 1995. A continuing rise in the average global sea level, they write which is likely to amount to more than a foot and a half by the year 2100. This, say the scientists, would inundate parts of many heavily populated rivers, deltas and the cities around them, making them uninhabitable and would destroy many beaches around the world at the most likely rate of rise. Some experts say, most of the beaches on the east coast of the United States would be gone in 25 years. They are already disappearing at an average rate of two to three feet a year. Now that's what they say. That was back in 1995. That means those beaches would have been wiped out by the year 2020. I'm sorry, let's check our calendars. What is it, 2022? And 2023 is almost here obviously these people have not learned anything in all this time because they keep trying to make these predictions and i would love for the what's supposed to be the mainstream news media to do what i'm doing here to point things like this out gee you guys got it wrong again another prediction gotten wrong where are they on this story but you already know the answer to that 817 wake up wyoming
9: Here's your morning update.
0: Chat on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app and get your opinions straight to the studio with K2 Radio. 8.21's the time.
1: It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. A 97 the phone number 888 97 Now, this is going to be a really delicate topic. I can handle really delicate topics. I am a broadcast professional. I can do this. But before I do, just to satisfy uh, the lawyers out there for the company that I work for, ladies and gentlemen, please join me in the Be Nice song. All be courteous,
0: kind, and forgiving. Kind and forgiving. Be gentle and peaceful each day. Peaceful each day, gentle. Be warm and human and grateful. And
1: fuzzy. Be warm and fuzzy. Have a
0: good, good thing
1: to say. Or don't say anything at all.
0: Be thoughtful and trustful and childlike. Well,
1: not too child, But I'm childlike. Be witty though.
0: and happy and wise. Witty, I try, yeah. Be honest and love all your Except neighbors. Except for that one guy up the street. That be obsequious, purple, and clairvoyant. <laughs> Be pompous, obese, and eat cactus. Yeah, no, I'm not sure about the be cactus. Be dull and boring and omnipresent. Don't ever want to be dull and boring. Criticize things you don't know That's about. That's all I do every morning. Put a live chicken in your underwear. Call Put a live chicken in your underwear. underwear. Go into a closet and suck eggs. Go into a closet and suck eggs.
1: There we go. And so i just got to make sure that we're all together on this. So here's a headline. I Every so often I go to what used to be news organizations i'm not sure what they're supposed to be doing now but they used to actually be news organizations this is cnn which which reminds me this is cnn remember that from back when they even used to run that thing headline from cnn major league baseball has a diversity problem experts say let's put the experts in air quotes again because usually when they claim there's experts they either never consulted an expert or they're not experts they're extremists but okay the World Series is proof. I see. Well, okay. Uh, let me see. Jack. So it named several different uh, players, Jackie Robinson and so on, making history as early black players, players in Major League Baseball. Uh, but they, and they excelled. But 75 years after that, well. What happened? Now, they even had a a black baseball league, but then black people were allowed into the white baseball league. Then we had some black players that really did go a long way toward uh, advancing baseball in general. And, And that was a good thing, that people who were of another race, other than white, were allowed to go in and play the game. And my thought was always, well, if they're good, they're good. Let them play. I don't care who they are, what race they are, where they're from. Are they good? Then let them play. But what they're noting here is recent news of there being no U.S. born black players competing in the World Series for the first time since 1950. And they say, that's a problem. Well, hang on. Let's go to basketball, which is primarily dominated by black players. Is that a problem? Well, just go get the players that are really good. I don't care what their race is. Are they good? Are they good enough to be in the World Series? That's all that matters. Richard Lapchick, director of the institute and author of the report, Racial and Gender Report Card, Major League Baseball, said that Major League Baseball has made some strides in in recruiting black players, but the data shows there is more work to be done. He says baseball has actually tried very hard to increase the numbers, but frankly, it's an embarrassment to them. Now, tell you again, maybe I'm just doing a different take on this. Here's here's the way I see it. You tell me if I'm on the wrong side of this. But I, here's how I take it: If people want to show up to try out for baseball, whatever league, minor, major, whatever, let them. Anybody can. Okay? If anybody can show up and try then there's no problem with diversity. If the people who show up to try, all or, or the majority of them, happen to be one race, well then so be it. If that's who showed up for the job, that's why I say basketball is dominated by black players. For the longest time, boxing was dominated by black players. There was a time when there was racism in boxing. And they only allowed white boxers in. But then they slowly allowed other races to come in. And now, for for the longest time, boxing was dominated by black boxers. Well, so be it. If that's who's good at it, if that's who's winning, if that's who's applying for the job, then fine. So when it comes to Major League Baseball, if not many black players are showing up to apply for the job then you're going to get, well, what you see today. And out of the athletes that do show up, how good are they? Okay, their talent's going to take them as far as it's going to take them. So in other words, once again, I'm in favor of it being done naturally, organically, not forced. Now, the story says the number of black people participating in collegiate baseball is about 5%. Well, again... Is that who's showing up for the job? Well, then, so be it. It is going to turn out to look that way because that's who's showing up. But there are other sports where they're pretty much black-dominated or Hispanic-dominated or whatever the sport may be, depending on what we're talking about here, right? I don't like the idea. Right now in front of the Supreme Court, there is a case about affirmative action, and I'm hoping the court rules the way I think they should rule, which is to end forced affirmative action. Because whether we're talking baseball or any other sport or any job out there, whatever the job might be, first off, you wanna hire the people who showed up wanting the job. Second, you keep those people on board who are good at the job. And someone who just can't cut it, whatever the job is, for whatever reason, should be told, well, you tried, but um, this just isn't for you. Thank you very much for your efforts, but this just isn't for you because you're not, you're not good at this. You're, you're just not good at this. Sometimes people have to be told that. So let it happen naturally and organically. Because whether we're talking sports or any other kind of business that's out there, the way to excel is to have the best talent at that job, whatever that job is. Not because we forced it. Because, well, there weren't enough of whatever minority, so therefore we have to force it. Now you're not going to get the best. In fact, you're going to get some people who don't even necessarily want to be there. You want people who really are that enthusiastic. That's why they applied. And they're that talented. That's why they were allowed to stay. Coming up on 830. Local news coming to you. Way update on your weather forecast right after that nice long segment of open phones. Let's wake up Wyoming.
0: at eight 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 ninety seven woods 8.36 is the time. It's
1: Wake Up, Wyoming. My, my name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. 888-97-Woods, the phone number. That's 888 woods Just curious, wherever you're listening from, do you have various taxes on the ballot for you guys because I had a couple of people for the Casper area talk about a one cent sales tax but that's not the only place there's various places around Wyoming where cities are asking for a one cent tax for whatever it might be and sometimes it's for something really worthy and other times I don't think it is but I'll leave you up to Figure that out for yourself. But 888-97-WOODS is the phone number. So do they and, and how are you voting on that? Now, since I mentioned Casper, let's go to them this time. Casper City Council votes 8-1 to one for new anti-discrimination law. Adds protection for age on the first reading. This, to me, some of you are not going to agree with me, I know. But this, to me, is one of the things that local government shouldn't be involved in. Well, and we already have some laws on the books against stuff like this anyway. So, But also, when it comes to government in general, I don't care what level, from the city on up to the federal government, one of the reasons I don't want them meeting very often is because they think of stuff like this. But all right, let me read the story here. Oil City News. On Tuesday, Casper Council voted 8 to 1 on first reading in favor of proposed new anti-discrimination ordinance that would need to pass two further readings in order to become law. Prior to voting on the ordinance, City Council considers an amendment suggested by the vice mayor to add age as one of the protections of characters into the proposed anti-discrimination law. The council voted 9-0 to zero in favor of the amendment. Councilman Steve Cathy, who voted against the ordinance itself, voted yes on the amendment. So it's not when he votes on the amendment, he's not voting on the in this case they're voting on the language of the bill not necessarily the passage of the bill so it often happens that somebody will vote yes on something being added or taken away from the bill but then they have to be asked are you going to vote for the bill itself yes or no that's a different different issue the ordinance would offer new protections against bias motivated violence as well as discrimination in housing, employment, public accommodations. The protections would apply to anyone who faces discrimination because of the race, color, religion, ancestry, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, national origin, disability, and then with the passage of the amendment age as well. So I take a look at this and I think, well, we already have laws on this. Yeah. So I I don't know that city councils anywhere need to... Need to take a look at this. All right. Wyoming State Representative Pat Sweeney, who lost in a Republican primary race to serve another term, told the council he was glad to see them pass protections against bias motivated crime. Now, this is also a thought crime, as far as I'm concerned. So if somebody is denied housing, job, whatever the case is, are you sure of their motivation? Yeah, are you absolutely sure of the motivation? Can you prove it? That that gets very difficult to do. So the attorney spoke out against the proposed ordinance. Uh, Anthony, uh, attorney Keith uh, Nachbar, if I'm pronunci- pronouncing it right, spoke against the proposed ordinance. He said he has served as a municipal judge for 18 years in Casper. and noted that age was not initially introduced as protected characteristics. His comments prompted the amendment to the council. He added that he thinks there are already sufficient federal protections against discrimination in things like this. As the proposed ordinance aims to deal with discrimination as a criminal rather than a civil matter, he thinks employees in Casper should be concerned that enforcement of the ordinance may hinge on search warrants and law enforcement searches of employers' properties. Quote, this foray by the city should have every business owner in this town worried about considering re- and considering relocation," he said. Uh, city councilors received communication from a number of employers, expressing support and some against. For the for the very reasons that I've already stated here, so Kyle True expressed concern about the ordinance and what he described as a lack of clarity in the terms and definitions of this. So, in other words, too vague. He also thinks it may be difficult to clearly define hate and that the proposed ordinance might be heading in the direction of penalizing people for holding different beliefs. In other words, don't go down that road. You're opening up sort of a Pandora's box. So, Cal drew an example from from football to explain why he thinks it's appropriate to offer protections when somebody is significantly targeted, noticing that the NFL offers protections for quarterbacks in the same situation. He says, why does that quarterback get special treatment compared to anybody else on the field? Because he's vulnerable. As, you know, for example, the way you would cover your quarterback. That was his analogy there. As for the needs to take into account uh, to, to the public and the intent and motive when it comes to act of violence and destruction. Here's another example given by Mr. Pollock. It's more harmful for someone to spray paint a squat sticker on a synagogue than it is for someone to go spray paint a random symbol on an alley in Casper, he said. One of those things is a property damage, which is a crime into itself. But one of them is property damage with intent to intimidate, and that's what they're worried about, their intent to intimidate. Okay, again, to me, I look at it as, well, defacing property is defacing property. That's just simple as that. It's just if if you've gone and spray-painted a bunch of junk on somebody's wall, then, well, if you're caught, you can be cited for that. For me, I don't care what they painted. You don't paint on somebody else's wall without their permission. Councilman Lisa Esserbridge said... She is an employer who works in real estate and has personally faced sexual harassment and sees tenants dealing with discrimination. She says it occurs on a daily basis. I've seen all sorts of things, probably 10 different incidents just today. I doubt, you know, I would have to say I doubt she's seen that many because a lot of times this has been my experience. But you tell me if you think I'm wrong in my experience. Sometimes people say. Well, that was racial or sexual discrimination or gender discrimination, whatever the case might be, you know, gender identity discrimination. And they're attaching a motive that didn't necessarily exist. Sometimes people are told no. And so they naturally assume, well, you're just saying no because I am a whatever the case may be. And oftentimes that's not the case. This is where it gets very difficult to figure out what are motives here and this is where you get into the thought police and my concern that you're going down a really uh, well dark hole to go down this this can get really bad as you start trying to judge people based on what you think that they're thinking okay rather than hardcore evidence and again as it was pointed out by the attorney we already have federal laws and state laws So it's not that our city council needs to drill into anything. There's already protections available, and they've been available for quite some time. So these things have already gone to court, and uh, cases, like I'm mentioning here in this article, and so they have, the cases have been won, in fact. So a local city council, I don't think, really needs to deal with it. But again, tell me if I'm wrong. 8.45, wake up Wyoming.
0: talk radios wake up wyoming with glenn woods on k2 radio join in at eight 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 ninety seven 97
1: woods 848's the time it's wake up wyoming off we go to the ice box frank Gambino's waiting by frank i got the perfect uh post halloween post for you oh, okay it's, it, it, it's uh, what you do with all of that candy and and alcohol
7: well, the alcohol is an easy yeah, okay. subject, and, well, the cal- and, the, and the candy pretty much is an easy subject, sure, too. Sure, okay.
1: Well, it's a lot like this. This is from our friend Drew, right up the hallway from me. There. Uh, yeah. So if you're going to have a certain kind of a dinner, a steak or chicken or fish, what kind of wine or right. alcoholic beverage goes with that? Right? Yeah. Okay, so here you have your candy now. Okay, so let's take a look. Captain Morgan
7: and Twix. <laughs> no. Oh. No. That doesn't no, go together? No. no, I don't think... Chocolate goes with liquor, no. except like, um, yeah. Like a like, like a liqueur.
1: Now have you tried Captain Morgan and Twix?
7: No. I think I, you
1: should experiment here. Frank.
7: Should I review okay. all these concoctions sure. that you're going to reveal here?
1: To Te- tequila and Warhead's extreme oh. sour candy. No. <laughs> no, no. I'm not even a drinker and that doesn't sound good.
7: And I'll bet you somebody's made that in some yeah, bar and sold okay. plenty of it.
1: Now I can see taking some of these and putting them at the bottom of the glass to make it interesting. Vodka and Gummy Bears. Yeah. You soak the gummy bears in the vodka for a while uh, if you use the gummy bears as a chaser different effect
7: Oh, Okay, so if you put the gummy bears in there, it's, it doesn't like bubble and boil right. or anything like that,
1: right? Okay, now this is a tough one mm-hmm. beer and candy corn N-
7: No, that doesn't even No. well oh.
1: some people say it has a great combination that you might that might surprise you
7: okay, then Grind up the candy corn in, in, into dust.
1: Yes. And then, and then mix it in, kind of yeah. swirl it. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, red wine and dark chocolate. Sure. Okay. See, that to me sounds reasonable. Again, I'm not even a drinker.
7: Yeah. That, that's, that's that very, sounds reasonable. Very okay. reasonable.
1: Whiskey and peanut butter cups.
7: Well, it depends how bad a day you've had.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sitting in front of the television, yelling at the television, and... Whiskey and peanut butter cups. You've had a really crappy day. As I'm just tossing yeah, that yeah, out there Yeah,
7: let's just, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Malibu and Almond Joy? Possibly. Okay. Possibly, yeah. Uh, see, this pairing will make you feel like you're chilling on a tropical beach. No need to throw out the excess candy, especially when, uh, with a snap of Wyoming winter coming to the area. So there, that's one of his favorite pairings. So, sounds to me like when Drew wrote this up he did a little bit of research there.
7: Or he was speaking from personal experience. Yeah,
1: That's what I'm saying. That's the research end of it. You sit down, you work this out, (laughs) you do the research, you write it up. Although I wonder, did he write it up after he did the research? Because at that point, i kind of been suspect of if he even knew what he was writing, you know what I'm saying?
7: (laughs) It doesn't matter, really. (laughs) To the NFL, the Denver Broncos were active at the trading deadline. They shipped linebacker Bradley Chubb to Miami for a first-round draft pick, a fourth-rounder and a fifth-rounder, plus running back Chase Edmonds. Chubb had five and a half sacks this season for the Broncos and 26 in his career with the club. Now, Chubb has been an elite player, but he was in the walk year of his contract. And the Broncos obviously desperate for draft picks after using a bunch to get quarterback Russell Wilson. The, in junior college volleyball, the Region 9 tournament starts today at Casper College. The L-3C women are up first at 1 p.m. They'll take on McCook, Nebraska. Well, the Eagles are 16 and 10 on the year. Casper College went 7 and 26 in the regular season. They'll play Western Nebraska at 5 p.m. Western Nebraska is rated fourth in the country. NJC from Sterling, Colorado, plays Northwest of Paul at 3, and Central Wyoming from Riverton takes on Otero at 7. Tournament runs through Saturday, and the winner advances to the National Junior College Volleyball Tournament in West Plains, Missouri in two weeks. In high school volleyball, the state tournament begins tomorrow at the Ford Center in Casper. In 4A, here are the first-round pairings with Kelly Walls versus Thunder Basin at 3. Laramie plays Riverton at 4.30. Cody takes on the Trone at 6, and Cheyenne East plays Star Valley at 7.30. In 3A, Mountain View in Buffalo at 3. Douglas and Powell at 4.30. Lyman versus Newcastle at 6. Wheatland plays Worland at 7.30. In 2A, Rocky Mountain will take on Tongue River at 3 p.m. Burns and Grable at 4.30. Shoshone meets right at 6. Bighorn takes on Kemmerer at 7.30. Finally, a 1A in the first round. Riverside and Rock River at 3. Hewlett and Snake River at 4.30. Cokeville and Casey at 6. Southeast and Saratoga at 7.30. Semifinals will be on Friday at the Ford Center and the finals will be on Saturday. In baseball, Philadelphia has a two games to one lead over Houston in the World Series with a 7 nothing win last night. The Phillies had a whopping five home runs in that game, which tied a World World Series record. Astros starting pitcher Lance McCullers surrendered all those home runs. The first time one pitcher has been tagged for five home runs in one World Series game ever. Game four will be tonight. Colorado Rockies second baseman Brendan Rodgers earned a Gold Glove award for his defensive play at second base. He made just 10 errors this season and was in on 99 double plays. And the Former Rockies third baseman uh, Nolan Aronado won his tenth Gold Glove now playing for St. Louis. Aronado started his pro career in Casper back in 2009 with the Rockies rookie league team. And that's it in sports.
1: So according to Ms. Mary I have a strong stance on candy corn and I have to uh, spread a uh, the, the good word uh, gross to me they should be abolished I love candy corn but she thinks that beer and candy corn should be a sin I I, I would I would agree okay miss Mary if you have candy corn and you don't want it I know where you can donate it
7: and, and this is the lady who doesn't like coleslaw either <sighs>
1: but I love candy corn. One of my favorite candies of Halloween. Oh, I'll man. take
7: any leftovers, <laughs> okay.
1: even if it was on the floor for a couple really? of Really? Oh, wow. All right. okay. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business. I love candy corns. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. Rolling into news time after that. More open phones. Wake up Wyoming. in Greek. 9.06 The time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Open phones where we're at right now. 888-97-Woods, eight 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 ninety seven 97 woods had some interesting stories first hour of the program, and if you're not an early riser, that's okay because you never miss anything. Anything on this program. That's what the app is for. Use Wake Up Wyoming app, touch on demand, there's the show. It's every day becomes a podcast. And we get rid of news and other things to just condense it for you. Also, if you touch on demand and look for Wyoming altered states, those are the funny bits and Miss Mary has released or is releasing season two of those funny bits. You can play anytime you want. You can also share them with your friends. So, okay. Mason sent me a note here. Have I missed the talk about the country's diesel fuel shortage? Yeah, we talked about it yesterday, but because you mentioned it, I'll bring it up again. For some reason, ridiculous reason we have about thirty days worth of diesel fuel in this country yeah i know they're making more all the time but that's about where we're at about thirty days out now ridiculous because there's no way we should be in this position and diesel fuel is so much of what we do it's trucks it's trains it's our supply chain it's not just guys out there who own diesel trucks or cars It's so much of our supply chain is diesel. Oh, by the way, if you go online to John Stossel's YouTube page, he has a series about electric vehicles and how much uh, petroleum goes into just the creation of an electric vehicle. So for those people who want to keep oil in the ground, then you don't wanna buy an electric vehicle. If you took a look at how many petroleum products are needed and how much petroleum is needed to create an electric vehicle, you would realize that you would be far better off if you think that stuff is bad for the environment to just buy a regular car. It takes a massive amount of petroleum to create an electric car. And then after you start driving the electric car, it's not zero emissions. That's another lie. But, okay, let's get back to the diesel shortage like Mason asked me about. Last week, this is from Forbes magazine. Story says, last week, Energy Information Administration reported that the, their inventories were at the lowest levels since 2008. Now they're lower than that, by the way. However, in 2008, levels were coming out of, of the spring. Actually, to have levels this low You would have to go probably back to the 40s, but okay. Those low inventories are why diesel prices are above $5 a gallon nationally. Now, in just a moment here, I'm going to bring up uh, Judy from Casper. Uh, Judy, just so you know, a quick setup here. Mason has asked, did I miss out on the diesel shortage here? The reason I bring that up is Judy wants to talk about something different, but Judy's in the trucking industry, and she brought it up the other day about what that diesel shortage means to the country. Morning, Judy.
4: Hey, if you want to talk about that, that's fine, too. I was yeah. just going to tell you that uh, I heard your opening this morning for Cheney and how she goes to go. The- yeah. But she's backing up some really nasty people like that Tim Ryan in Ohio. and Right. Uh, Kelly down in or uh, Hobbs down in Arizona. I don't know if she's got a death wish for her career or what, uh, but she's yeah. gonna she's gonna do it.
1: Well, gonna, look at it this way: everybody that she endorses guarantees that the Republican's gonna win. So,
4: well, you know who what what uh, I thought the other day. You know who Tulsi Gifford is, right? Yes. Now she split the dime and turned kind of Republican, I guess. Yeah. But if you notice, they're not picking on her. Right. And they're uh, she's going to all the ones, Lee Zeldin's place and uh, Carrie Lake's place and all of that stuff. I don't trust her because when she was in the military, she was um, high up, and it was uh, a, a bit of brainwashing and spying control. Oh, she was high up. Yeah don't don't forget that and I think she's kind of a little spy so when Hannity and all those guys are pushing Tulsi I'm going what if she? she still votes against votes uh, to take our gun and she's not been backed up or been picked on by the Democrats you people need to wise up you know Trump had a lot of infiltrators here's another one I think she's a Trojan horse.
5: Okay. But
4: anyway you're talking about fuel Yes. Uh, we had such a hard time yesterday getting fuel for our customers. They've got us on allocations, and that means I can only get one or two loads for each of my uh, customers, which is cutting into my business because the more I can haul, the more money I can make, you know? And these guys, they're they are being cut off, but the big guys like Sinclair and Dooley and all those guys, they're getting as much as they want because they're in good with the big guys, right? Right. So it, it's gonna get ugly. It's gonna get really ugly, and I tell people all the time, if you got room on your ranch or farm, store up on the number red, uh, diesel, and at least be able to run your tractors. Cause that's not taxed by the government. The number, uh, red, right. uh, red number two or something. And, uh, as far as gasoline, it, this is a phony price drop right now. Cause after the midterms, if you looked at some of the photographs across the United States of like, we have a couple out here on eight mile, they're holding tanks. Yeah. Yeah, And uh, these are still full, but I don't see them full in about nine other states. They're almost to the bottom. Biden has destroyed our reserves and cut off all of our energy from every direction he possibly could. And then he goes on stage the other night. I This is the Republicans' fault. I'm going, are you kidding? Yeah.
1: Well, let's take a look for a minute here with uh, it this low uh, for diesel. Everything, and we'll just we can go across the nation, but let's just take a look at Wyoming. Everything, everything that works. diesel does, so that means the trains are not moving, and the trains don't right. just move coal. I mean, that's so much of what we move around, including food.
4: Everything with health comes on a truck. Yeah,
1: everything, everything, and those trucks are diesel powered. So. Yeah. Uh, then we go beyond that now again you mentioned tractors that's making more Tra- food so what else do we have yeah. that runs off of diesel
4: they run off of diesel but they can get um number two red it's called okay and it doesn't have all the taxes on it okay but out. is
1: that uh, is that as low as regular diesel it's it's a
4: little bit lower than regular diesel by about i don't know
1: 30 or 40 well I, I don't mean the diesel. price i mean how much how much is available
4: Uh, You know, when we check for a couple of our neighbors, because we'll haul like for some of our ranchers that are around us, um, we got their loads pretty easily. But regular diesel, like for street street uh, semis, that's that's difficult. And the lines are astronomical. The guys are having to wait in line right now, you know, for five to seven hours. And then sometimes when they get up there, there's no there's no fuel. Which means
1: it's a loss for the companies that are trying to transport it. You're exactly. paying a guy to sit there.
4: Absolutely. He's yeah. going to sit for free.
1: Yeah. Right. All yeah. right. I got a next guy coming up here to talk about diesel. I'm going to jump over to him. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate thank it, Judy. Yeah. Judy's in the business. So Dave and Cheyenne wants to talk about the diesel shortage. Morning, Dave. Morning, Glenn. Yes, sir.
5: But what I see with this diesel shortage and with our trucking and everything else, the government is trying to starve us out. Okay and make us dependent on the government to take care of us is where i think that's going all right because being diesel's a byproduct there should not be a shortage of diesel
1: yeah that's why i started off by saying there's no reason there should be a shortage of diesel it's so easy you know i mean it's easy yeah It's probably one of the most abundant, when you're talking about petroleum products, it's probably one of the most abundant and easiest things to do, which is why, correct me if I'm wrong, for the longest time, diesel was cheaper to buy than gasoline.
5: Yes, as as it should be. Yeah. Because it's basically a throwaway until somebody figured out what to do with it.
1: Right. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. So, uh, okay, so I'm getting some comments here from IAD John. So between Judy and Dave, I hear you, i John, hang on a second. Yeah, looking it up. Okay. Between Judy and Dave, you heard some conspiracy theories. I'm protected
4: because I made this hat from aluminum foil. Foil. Where I had this foil line in case an alien's inclined to probe your butt or read
1: your mind. Which makes you kind of wonder where they get those tin hats from.
9: <laughs> Who the hell are you? Oh, um, I'm just here looking for a... tin hat. Why? I'd rather not say out loud. Good
1: answer. Is the problem terrestrial threat or outer space? Outer space, I suspect. CIA, KGB, gray, or reptile? Probably a combination, but I can't tell which combo. Since you're not sure, probably need three or more sheets, conventional headgear lined with electromagnetic fields, mind control, and mind reading. Do you have a cat?
9: Yeah, I do have a cat.
1: He'll need one too. If they're from Volgon, they'll probably watch you through your cat.
9: Where did you learn all of this? That's classified. Oh, is it? Well, it just seems odd that you know so much. Seems
1: odd that you ask so many
5: questions.
9: You have trouble making sales, don't you?
1: Only sell to those I trust.
7: So yeah what about a talk show host talk show host that's good <laughs> i think i'd be good at that i talk to people all the time someone even told me once they thought i'd be a good talk show host really yeah a couple of people how do you get that though where do you start well that's where it gets tricky you just walk into a building and say i want to be a talk show host
1: well you know they tend to give those
9: jobs people that are you know in broadcasting well, that's really not fair
0: than a new case of measles. Wake up, Wyoming, with Glenn Woods. Live on AM 1030 and the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app.
1: Okay, this is odd. Uh, sorry. I just, every so often, you might walk by some signs and read them the wrong way. So here's a sign at a grocery store. Now, on one hand, you go down aisle two for canned fish. They also, if you keep going that way, you can eventually go down far enough where you can pick up some microwave ovens. Yeah. Oh, oh and the food area also has soup. But anyway, the way they have it laid out, canned fish, microwave, soup. <laughs> Sometimes you just see it a certain way. All right, Mike in Casper on Nancy Poo. Hi, Mike. Every yeah, every
5: time you mention the name I won't say you blow or do the head explosion. Yes. I got a new one for Nancy. Now every time you mention her, you do hammer time.
1: Yeah. I've thought about that. Yeah. That and you know right now though, now I'd have to do that for her husband, because when I say Nancy Pelosi, you're familiar with young Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got something more to add to the pile. that would
5: probably, with all the, the hammer jokes going on now. Yeah, hammer time would
1: probably be pretty good, yeah. So, yeah, I'll cue that one up and go ahead and play. Too soon, you think, or is it okay to make fun of it? I think
5: uh, them, them people are a joke all in itself. So
1: okay. They're open territory. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get that all queued up for the next time I mention her. Okay. All right, thank you. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> Inappropriate? Sure. What's stopping us? Grandpa Rich. Glenn, when I went into oil refineries in Texas to get loads of plastic pellets, I was told gas and diesel are byproducts of plastic. <laughs> Not exactly. No. I did, while you guys were listening to that news and information break, I did take a moment to read a little bit more about the diesel shortage. And it really, and what, how it affects you. And really, it's everything. It really is everything. For those people, let me just come out and say it. I'm, so, I'm sorry I have to say it this way, but I'm just going to say it. For those people who are dumb enough to think, well, we just need to keep all petroleum in the ground, then you want a lot of people to die by the billions. Because of petroleum products, we have food not just because we ship food right, or tractors, But we have herbicides and pesticides and other such things that help the food grow we can now farm a lot of food on a very small piece of land where it used to be it took a lot of land to make a little bit of food now the opposite is true and then of course processing the food shipping the food but it's not even just food keeping cool in the summertime warm in the wintertime But then also, since we're talking not just diesel, but petroleum products, let's take a look at, just list out all of the things around you that are made by petroleum products. Yeah, the list just goes on and on and on. You would not be able to live your modern lifestyle, your home, your clothes, your vehicle, your phone, the food you eat, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Today's modern lifestyle is not possible without petroleum products and diesel, since we're talking about a diesel shortage here is how we ship so much of it now if diesel is about 30 days supply out is what we have right now well stop and think about it for a minute with that much of a supply which isn't a whole lot you remember For those of you who actually learned economics, because so many people never really learned it in school, you know supply and demand. That means prices are going to go up for everything. Not just the price of diesel going up, but if the diesel price goes up, the price of everything goes up. And we had a president who was trying to convince us that inflation was zero. Remember that. He can't really say that anymore. But he did say that inflation was zero. Now, he's going to try to cast the blame on everything else. I mean, the president is everything else. But remember, would
4: there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking in a Biden administration?
6: No, we would, we would we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you.
4: We're going
6: to end fossil fuels. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yeah. the pipeline infrastructure and... No more, no new no fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against uh, any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a
7: coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now.
6: Have a transition
0: from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? Even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes.
1: But he has flat out said all of that. But on the other hand, when it comes to energy in America and inflation in America, he wants to blame everybody and everything else and not take a look at his own policies, policies of the Democrat Party. Coming up on some local news that we have to take care of. Right up to local news, update on your weather forecast. We have a nice segment of open phones after that 888 97 Woods. That's 888 97 W O O D S. You can talk about what I'm talking about or change the subject. That's what open phone's all about. So wake up, Boyama.
0: This is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the conversation at 888-97-WOODS.
1: 936 at the time. Wake Up Wyoming, 888-97-WOODS. The phone number, that's 888-97-WOODS. Jeff sending me a note here saying, uh, would you consider an altered state bit?" About a Hollywood liberal who goes into their local business to shop after a transition to wind and experiences what is no longer available. Yes, that, I'm, I'm grabbing that, Jeff. There you go. Uh, and I'm saving that. Yeah, give me a moment over here. Yeah, come on, here we go. Okay, I just saved that. That is a good idea. And I'll see if I can come up with a bit on that. Oh, by the way, for those people who have been following, I'm just waiting for Firepit Paul to get his voice tracked back to me. So I was doing one, and it's going to be a three part series, it turns out, where your social justice warrior wants to get it, well, chase down his nemesis. The nemesis is driving a diesel truck. I worry because he might run out of diesel, though. But anyway, the electric vehicle that he's driving, which he took from his mom, our social justice warrior, runs out of charge. And. (laughs) <laughs> so it's going to be a funny as hell car chase now episode one was released episode two involved fire pit paul and he has to do his lines when he gets it back to me I'll, I'll record episode two and then people started suggesting yeah but now his mom has to get mad at him for stealing the car which has to catch fire while it's recharging by the way so we're working on that all right quick note for you here i just came across this headline Former President Obama takes to TikTok with a painful get-out-the-vote message. He's urging people to register to vote because of climate change, gun control, and abortion rights. Okay, and remember, what I've always told you is when it comes to voting, it is a good idea for you to be an informed voter and actually know what you're talking about on all of those issues, by the way, and more. And know what your politicians really want to do, which is why I know that I, I never voted for Obama because of his stance on the issues that he just mentioned. But please, please, before you go in to vote, if you haven't already, know the issues or stay out the vote. This is. I don't like Obama. I don't have a get out the vote campaign. Mine is the opposite. Do you pay much attention to politics? So what? Do you get your news from Facebook, Twitter, maybe some late night comedy show? Do you even have any idea who your senator is? Who's the vice president? So how do you decide who you're going to vote for? What do you flip a coin? So every election season there are get out the vote campaigns asking completely unqualified voters to show up at the polls at the last minute and flip a coin. If you spent the past few years completely uninformed and out of the loop, then do your country a favor. Don't show up at the polls. Don't vote. Take the day off. Go to the beach. Hang out at your local bar. Watch a ball game instead. Or check out some reality TV. Our nation's in sad shape because people like you have been voting. So this year, Do your country a favor. Stay home. Stay out of the vote. America is depending on your apathy. Brought to you by the Campaign to Promote Uninformed Voter Apathy. I'm actually going to go back a few years here. Uh, Some time ago, during a presidential election, at the same time the presidential election was happening, there was the threat of a giant asteroid heading toward Earth. In which case, I was encouraging people, for the love of God rather than vote for who's probably gonna win, would you please consider voting for the giant asteroid? Let's face it, 2020 sucks, and you can't trust anything that you hear in the news anymore. Politicians, please find a good one. With the world going as haywire as it's gone, it's about time that we voted for change.
2: Initiating launch sequence.
1: A celestial object known as 218 VP1, what a sexy name, is screaming toward Earth and could hit here November 2nd, the day before the election. But since many of you are voting early, we encourage you to take this opportunity. Vote Giant Asteroid 2020, because the Earth just needs to be put out of its misery. That's us I said. Brought to you by the Campaign for Total Planetary Annihilation. Vote 2018 VP1, because 2020 sucks that much. It was tempting back then, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Well, things are not getting a whole lot better. I would say, though, it would be a good time not just to... I know the Democrats want you to vote. The Republicans want their vote. I am very much in favor of not voting establishment stay away from the typical politician
10: this election your choice couldn't be more important our candidate is in flattering lighting and full bright color their candidate is in grainy high contrast black and white spotted through a telephoto lens from behind a bush coming back from God only knows where our guy points at the horizon and holds a baby their guy doesn't have a baby their guy has a golf club the voiceover for our guy is calm measured, bright, their guy gets the lower register, and sometimes we slow down. Our guy has clean headlines and the beautiful lens flare America needs. Here's a scary graph over a photo of their guy awkwardly laughing. Snap zoom. Do you want a snap zoom like that in office? Here's a photo of our guy saluting military veterans. Jump cuts, flashes, static, aggressive colors. You can't trust a guy with graphics like this. Our guy gets stock footage of sunrises and an American flag. Their guy's flag is upside down and on fire. Intercut with overdue bills, war, and a crying baby. Our guy gets doctor and astronauts and stimulus checks flatline an eagle hurricane the Statue of Liberty crime scene tape Ronald Reagan Ronald Reagan a girl running in a wheat field to escape a dangerous sexual predator wielding atomic bomb this election the choice is yours their guy or our guy inspiring slogan.
6: <sighs> if I managed to make it through
0: this week I would like my street jacket to be black leather and my helmet to sparkle. Thank you. To talk, this is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Be part of the show at 888-97-WOODS.
1: 9.48 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Off we go to the icebox to talk to Frank Gambino. Frank, there are certainly in small towns, you know, around Wyoming. And there's a lot of small towns out here. I mean, tiny towns, dinky mm-hmm. towns. You barely even notice a town. You know, you drive through and you think that's not a town. that's a neighborhood. Yeah, the, yeah. population 12. Yeah, or yes. Yeah, and sometimes you wonder what the hell do they do for a living out here? Well,
7: they're out. They're out yeah, there, they're there. Out there. And
1: then working. they have to share responsibilities. I came across this just a moment ago. It's an actual sign in a small Wyoming town our town is so small we don't have a town drunk so we take turns okay <laughs> okay but and then of course what do you do if you're small enough to be an actual town and you need a mayor and a city council and that takes up the entire
7: population well the mayor and the city council will be just one person that, well that has happened I mean there's only seven or eight 12, twenty people in there like yeah. you, you just take care of it Buford population <laughs> one he did it all. He runs the whole shit. He was the, the mayor, show. and by the way, he
1: thought politicians were corrupt and sucked. But anyway, he was the mayor. <laughs> so there's there's that, and there are towns out there. Aladdin, population fifteen. Last mm-hmm. I looked. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you do when it comes to okay, who's going to be the mayor this time? Uh, it'd be like yeah. you, it's your turn. Yeah, draw straws. My yep. turn. I don't want to be this time. I told you about Miss Murray Asked me about it this morning. I'll have to look it up again there was a town that's in uh middle of wyoming but all the way up to the top i'm forgetting the name of the town where nobody wanted to be mayor
7: oh what was that place
1: yeah i'll have to look that up again but was nobody only or deaver or something, something like, like that, that. yeah and so no they had a um a, a the, the primaries and nobody ran for mayor because nobody wanted the job so some people wrote some folks in but nobody who was written in wanted the job. So what do you, you do? You can't force them to be mayor. <laughs> I'm not going to be mayor. You can't make me. Those things happen in a small town like that. So at some, we got to go go to uh, Jeffrey City, which used to be a pretty good sized town.
7: Yeah, I mean but, there's there's those, um,
1: There's a few folks there. Yeah. So if you want the job, I guess someone's going to have to step up fine, I'll do it. But I guarantee you, there's no respect in the job and no one's going to pay for it.
7: No. I mean, I don't even think they're going to buy you a beer.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's
7: really bad.
1: Yeah, that's got to be the what well, you should at least get a beer at the end of the year or a thank you card from the town. I would think so. All six people.
7: Yeah. Junior college volleyball that Region Nine tournament begins today at Casper College. The L. Triple C. Women are up first at one p.m. They'll take on McCook, Nebraska. The Golden Eagles are sixteen and ten on the year. Casper College went seven and twenty-six in the regular season. They'll play Western Nebraska at five p.m. And Western Nebraska is twenty-nine and three, the rate of fourth in the country. N.J.C. from Sterling, Colorado, plays Northwest Apollo at three p.m. Central Wyoming from Riverton takes on Otero at seven. Tournament runs through Saturday. The winner advances to the national junior college tournament at West Plains, Missouri, in a couple of weeks. High school volleyball. Well, the state tournament begins tomorrow at the Ford Center in Casper. Here are the 4A first-round pairings. Kelly Walsh versus Thunder Basin at 3. Laramie plays Riverton at 4.30. Cody takes on the Trone at 6. Star Valley plays East at 7.30. In 3A, Mountain View in Buffalo at 3. Douglas and Powell at 4.30. Lyman and Newcastle at 6 with Wheatland playing Worland at 7.30. In 2A, Rocky Mountain takes on Tongue River at 3. Burns and Grable at 4.30. Shoshone meets Wright at 6. Bighorn takes on Cameron at 7.30. And in 1A, Riverside and Rock River at 3.00 tomorrow. Hewlett and Snake River at 4.30. Cokeville and KC at 6. Southeastern Saratoga at 7.30. The semifinals will be on Friday at the Ford Center and the finals will be on Saturday. The NFL, the Denver Broncos were active at the trading deadline. They shipped linebacker Bradley Chubb to Miami for a first-round draft pick, a fourth-round draft pick, a fifth-round draft pick, plus running back Chase Evans. Chubb had five-and-a-half sacks for Denver this year, 26 sacks in his career with the Broncos. He's an elite player but he's also in the walk year of his contract and the Broncos are desperate for draft picks after using a bunch to get quarterback Russell Wilson. In baseball, Philadelphia has the two games to one lead over Houston in the World Series with a 7-0 win last night. The Phillies hit five home runs in the game which tied a World Series record. Astros starting pitcher Lance McCullers surrendered all of those home runs. The first time one pitcher has been tagged for five home runs in a single World Series game ever. Game four of the Fall Classic will be tonight in Philly. Also Colorado Rockies second baseman Brendan Rodgers earned a gold glove for his defensive play this season. He made just 10 errors this year and was in on 99 double plays. Former Rockies third baseman in and Arenado won his tenth Gold Glove. He's now playing for the St. Louis Cardinals. Arenado started his pro career in Casper back in 2009. A uh, 20, 20 2009, and is with the Rockies rookie league team called the Ghosts. And that's it in sports.
1: Okay, I'm still thinking
7: five home runs off of the same pitcher. Yeah. Wow. You know, and you know, sometimes good hitters hit good pitches far. Okay. Sometimes you groove one to a guy, and they're all over it. Right. All. Over so
1: after five home runs hit off him, do they then like bring him back in? I, I, I think say, after,
7: the, after the fifth one, it's like, all right, you know, you know, we, yeah, we, you, we see it enough. We don't want to expose the guy any more than he's already been exposed because they may need him later, like in the sixth yeah, game, maybe even okay. the seventh game. You, you know. just
1: need to take a break, sit down, have yourself an energy drink or whatever the case say, is. It was
7: a bad day. Let's move yeah. on.
1: All right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some...
7: Local business
1: that we have to take. Oh, look at this headline that I just got here: "Alleged squatter posing as a student was found <laughs> living in a dorm." Oh, that's good. Yeah, I gotta. I'll follow up on that story tomorrow. In the meantime, we got some local news coming our way. Update on your weather forecast right after that. Let's wake up, Wyoming.